0: The Mojo Freedom Dojo. Mojo 5 Welcome to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo Five O. I am your host, Pat Oni. You can follow me over on Twitter at The Pat Oni Show. Also, follow me over on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe. Also, over on Parler, all at The Pat Oni Show. Uh, definitely check it out, especially over on Parler because, well, you know, big tech and facebook twitter like to censor conservatives and all that sort of happy fun stuff now so definitely follow me over on on parlor uh, i do also have my own room over on the Miwi as well where i tend to be on all social media channels when the show airs every saturday from 4 to 5 p.m eastern right here on mojo 50 and iHeartRadio. radio also spreaker and whenever in apple music and wherever podcasts are played uh, do check all that out please share with your friends with all of that said, I am going to be doing a very, very different show today. A different show than what I'm used to and probably what you're used to, because normally I get into all the politics and all the current events and all the stuff of the day, and I give you my honest take on everything, and I just I lay it all out there. But I also get to do that on Critical Thinking too, which also airs here on Mojo 5.0 from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern every Monday through Friday right here on Mojo 5.0. Um, and I get to do that there as well. And I got to tell you what, it's been an incredible journey um, since I've joined up with Andrew Coppins and being able to do a daily show plus my show every weekend. But I've also got to tell you this, it's exhausting It's a lot of fun. It's something I love to do. And I'm certainly not complaining because I look forward to doing this every day. I look forward to doing this show every weekend. I look forward to it. It is something that I truly, truly love and enjoy. With that said, just because you love and enjoy something doesn't mean it doesn't get exhausting from time to time. So, by way of announcement, the next two weeks. Room 13 will be filling in for the Padoni show. Uh, I've got to get some R&R in. I'm going to be rethinking some things with the show format, helping uh, Coppins rethink some things on critical thinking, and and how we move forward with our respective shows going into 2021. So Room 13 is going to be filling in for me starting next weekend, and they'll be filling in for me the weekend after as well. Um, They are hilarious. Uh, room, I I, room 13 is probably one of my, if not my favorite show on Mojo five Oh right now, just because it is so incredibly different from your everyday politics. They are just funny. I I, I turn them on and I'm guaranteed for a laugh guys. So tune in. Get, get a get a double dose of room 13 on the weekends um, because they are a lot of fun they are a breath of fresh air uh, the river fish and rocky um, are just awesome so definitely check them out um, they've also been very big supporters of my show and I thank them for that um, so um, they're gonna be taking over for me for the next couple of weeks and since you know this is the last official Patoni show for the uh, year, Um, I will make sure to leave you with a recipe um, at the bottom of the hour. So stay tuned for that. Though I will say this, it is not a Mrs. Pat recipe this time around. It is a mammal pat recipe. Um, And so this is something that I grew up with and I'll, I'll get into it later. I've actually shared it before. If you've been following my show for over the last year, I actually shared this around last Christmas too. So I'm going to be sharing it again. So stay tuned check it out, and then let me know what you think. But the other thing, the other thing that's going to make this show so incredibly different than anything that I've ever done in the past, I have put no prep into this show. None. Zero. Zilch. Nada. I mean, I did a little light reading, but I didn't take any notes. I don't have any notes. I don't have any particular stories that I'm going to be getting into. And the whole reason behind this, guys, is because, well, I'm exhausted. Not exhausted in the sense of, I want to do the research and do the homework. No, 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 no. I'm I'm totally fine with doing that. I'm exhausted from the media. I'm exhausted from the news. I'm exhausted from COVID, 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 to election, election, election. I'm exhausted. And I know... So many more people are in the same boat as I am. They're so incredibly tired of hearing about COVID and the election and Donald Trump and Joe Biden and blah, 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 I get it. I'm tired of it. That's why I'm not going to be talking about any of it today. None. That's why I put zero prep into this show. I kind of had an idea of some of the things I wanted to talk about today. But none of them are going to be coronavirus-related. None of it's going to be politics-related. There might be a little hint of some of those things here and there, but not in the sense of COVID sucks or the election sucks and just this deep-dive analysis. It's not going to be that show today. What it is going to be about is Christmas, the holidays, life maybe even a little God. In fact, I, I dare say God might be the most important part of this show, especially today. I mean, I've, I've always, always tried in everything I do to, to put God at the center of everything. And I don't I don't know how good of a job I actually do at that. I don't, um, because like most people I'm, Fairly selfish and like to just go and do the things that I want to do. I don't always do the things that I necessarily should do. I'm not perfect. I, too, am a sinner, just like everyone else. But I I thought today would be just a, a breath of fresh air to not do the politics, the news, and all the normal stuff that a lot of us talk radio hosts do, especially on this network and... Other networks around the country right now that that are in conservative media no i I thought i would i I would first talk about god and and what brought this on for me is well this whole thing of uh something that the president of my church did back around thanksgiving and in, in it was this social media ch- campaign that he challenged us to do, and it was hashtag give thanks, because there is a healing power, and I, and I can speak from honest testimony of this, that there is a healing power to giving thanks, to, to, to feeling gratitude. There is a sense of peace that comes with it. I'm not necessarily going down the gratitude route, but, but bear with me here for, for just a moment. And uh, I was briefly talking with with the river fish as I was uh, asking him to uh, uh, see if he and Rocky would be interested in doing my show for the next couple of weeks. And I won't get into the specifics of the conversation, but um, he said something that struck home with me. And it reminded me of... Some of the core basic tenets of my faith. And that and one of those things being that families are forever. Let that sink in for just a moment. Families are forever. Now, getting into Christmas and God here a little bit. We all know what the true meaning of Christmas is. We all know why we celebrate Christmas. And, and as Christians, we celebrate Christmas because we celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. I mean, that that is the, the, the central um, tenet or point of celebrating Christmas. Okay? You can't have Christmas without Christ. And I used to as a, you know as a little kid every everybody loves christmas right but as i got older i became more and more disenfranchised with christmas not because it lost meaning to me not because it uh, was less sacred or anything like that no 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 none of that i became disenfranchised with it because around this time of year everyone tends to go absolutely bat shit crazy and and they all just get into like all all these shopping sprees and all the deals and all of the 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 hoopla that goes around the holiday people get so caught up in it it's high energy it's exciting it's a lot of people's favorite time of year i get it i get it but having having worked in retail in high school And seeing how people are to each other, um, especially around the holidays, especially when they're out shopping and and how crazy everyone can just get, I became disenfranchised with it. And so I I made a mockery of of, of Christmas for for the next several years of my life. I, I just poked fun at it because people would just go so insane. And here I was, and I'm one of those, and I'm still one of those guys. Thanksgiving is before Christmas. Thanksgiving is before Christmas. Thanksgiving is before Christmas. Um, I know a lot of people that as soon as, as soon as Halloween is over, Christmas trees are flying up. Mm-mm. No, my household, the Christmas tree is not allowed to go up until after Thanksgiving. I'm cool with going up to the next day. I'm cool with that. Black Friday, great time to do Christmas decorations and getting into all the Christmas stuff. Great time for it. But no, it does not. The Christmas tree does not go up. No decorations go up that are Christmas related until after Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving for me has its place. Thanksgiving often gets overshadowed by Christmas. Now, everyone's like, well, you can still give thanks and, and celebrate Christmas. I mean, that's what part of what Christmas is all about. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong. But with everything that happens around Christmas, I think the reason why I became so disenfranchised with the holiday itself is because it was becoming increasingly hard to focus on the most important part of Christmas, and that is Jesus Christ. No, don't get me wrong. I know everybody celebrates that in their own way. And I'm not, I'm not getting on anybody for or judging anybody for, for doing what they've done or continue to do or whatever the case may be. I'm just saying for me, all the noise and the hoopla and, you know, the pretty lights just all distract from the real reason of why I celebrate the season. And what I like to do is is take time to remember the stories, to, to understand Christ's example, his ministry, his birth, what was going on at the time, how miraculous it was, and how miraculous it still continues to be. I give thanks for that. I give thanks for my Savior. I give thanks to God for giving us a Savior. Without Him, there is no way to return to the Father in Heaven. That is why Jesus Christ is so important. He came to this earth not only just to teach, but to atone and ultimately be crucified for the sins of man. And so, as I look at past Christmases, and I look at this Christmas, I'm probably more excited for this Christmas than I have been in a long time. And I think part of that is, with the coronavirus and all of this stuff happening around us, it is made things quiet down. Just just a little bit. I think it's made people think about their faith, their families, and what's most important to them. And it gives us an opportunity to really put Christ at the center of this holiday season. To put him at the center of Christmas. And it's it's been it's been neat to just reflect on and, and I, I found myself because I'm not I'm not a Christmas music person. I'm not. I mean, it's the same song over and over again, essentially. I mean, there's lots of different Christmas songs, but if you think about it, every time Christmas music comes around, it's the same song over and over again. Just sung by different people but i found myself in my truck last night getting dinner and i for the very first time on my own free will i think in my adult entire adult life i'm i'm 32 years old i put on christmas music i i purposely played not not, not Christmas music isn't like about Santa and the North Pole and the reindeer. None of that. I specifically played something like Silent Night because of what it was about and what it did for me and, and the spirit that I was able to feel in that moment. And then I started thinking, This Christmas could be absolutely fantastic for me. I mean, my wife and I, I mean, our our first Christmas together married. Um, She actually ended up in the hospital a matter of a few days before we were actually supposed to go down to my in-laws in St. George. And because she was so sick, we couldn't go. Now with with coronavirus and stuff like that and with the way her job is as a teacher and stuff like that and she's had a few close calls. She's thinking, maybe let's just stay here for Christmas. And I'm totally cool with that because that first Christmas we had together is one of my favorite and most memorable Christmases I think I've ever had because it was the first I got to spend with just my wife. And I'm looking forward to spending Christmas with just my wife. It's it's actually, I, I know it's necessarily not a lot of fun with just two people. That you don't get to necessarily have all the family members and stuff around, but for me, it's perfect because I'm spending it with the person that I absolutely love and adore the most. And when I'm spending time with her and I'm spending good time with her, I... I find myself that that uh God is often put at the center of all of that too somehow in some way it it almost always comes up in conversation and the activities we choose to do or not do and and it just comes up it's actually kind of almost miraculous on how it all happens, but it it happens. But then I got to thinking, and I and I, I felt sad, and, and I, I realized that there are a lot of families out there this Christmas season that are hurting, that are wondering how they're going to make ends meet, they're wondering what's going to happen next, they may have lost loved ones in this entire pandemic. And that this year has just been completely, and totally, and utterly a disaster for them. For many, it's, it's the worst year of their lives. For me, it's actually, it's been challenging. Don't get me wrong, but it's been, it's been one of the best years of my life. Of, of my life. And I am grateful for that. But I, I recognize that there are so many people that are very weary in this world right now they're they're tired they're exhausted and they're suffering. so might I make a suggestion I know there's a pandemic. I know that there's a lot we feel like we can't do right now at our own personal risk and i I understand that. I have family members that are high risk that that feel like they can't go and do all the normal day stuff that they used to because they're afraid they're going to get sick and they're also afraid that they might get somebody else that they care about sick. I get that. And they have the right, as I've said before, to make these decisions on their own based upon their circumstance and the information that they have. And I respect that. But might I make a suggestion? Because there's a lot of talking heads out there that are saying cancel Christmas and don't spend Christmas with your families. Because we want to protect we want to protect grandma and grandpa. We want to protect all of our loved ones that, that are high risk and all this sort of fun stuff, right? And while that's all well intentioned and, and good on some level, especially if you actually are in those kind of situations. might I suggest that you find a way to not spend Christmas alone. That you find a way to spend it with at least one person that you are close to, that you love, and that you enjoy spending your time with. It could be a parent, a spouse, brother, sister, best friend. I don't care. My point is, this Christmas season is incredibly important. It is incredibly important, not just because of Jesus Christ, but it's incredibly important for us as a people, having gone through the year that we had just gone through, having gone through just almost a year of lockdowns and isolation and all this other stuff. For many, that, that that's actually a, a very... Um, common issue they've had very limited contact with with those that are closest to them because of the year it's been i think it's important that if we can and we feel that it's worth the risk and that, that we feel comfortable taking that risk i feel that it is important to spend time with someone maybe not in big groups of people Maybe, maybe it's just one or two or whatever you feel comfortable with. I think that's the point is don't let anyone tell you what you can and can't do with your own friends and family at Christmas time. It's your right, as it should be. But don't spend it alone. And try to find a way to, to give back just a little to your community, to your neighbors, to whoever. I mean, we've we've seen so much kindness in our neighborhood over the last week. People just stopping at each other's doors, leaving gifts, treats, you know, small little gestures. But all of these things remind me of what it is to be Christ-like and what it means to celebrate Christmas. And that means we are there for one another. Even if we aren't always there right now, even if we are keeping our distance from each other right now, for whatever the reason may be, maybe we can find ways to serve our fellow man as Christ served us. And by serving our fellow man, we we also then, in that moment, are being a disciple of Jesus Christ in our act of service. Perhaps, Perhaps that's what we need. I know there's a lot of things that we want right now. We want this pandemic and all these lockdowns and all these mandates and and government to shut the hell up and all this sort of stuff to be over. We want a lot of things. But maybe, just maybe, right now we need a little bit more God and we need a little bit more of each other and we need a little bit more Christmas. Christmas. And with that said, I'm going to leave you with American Pride Roasters. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Definitely check out all the wonderful flavors that they have there. Support local businesses, especially around Christmas time. Great gifts can come from local businesses because you can't get it anywhere else. American Pride Roasters, even though they can ship all over the country, might just be one of those places. So definitely check out AmericanPrideRoasters.com, especially if you love coffee or tea. Go to American That's American you are listen to the patterning show right here on Mojo50. And I will be right back right after this break. PatriotEnergyAZ.org slash Mojo50. Want to save some cash on your electric bill every month, maybe even get a check back from your electrical provider? That's where you start. PatriotEnergyAZ.org slash Mojo50. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey, there's a wild hair now. Ain't he a beaut... What's up, doc? Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com. I love American Pride Roasters in the morning. It really gets me off to work. Oh, oh, AmericanPrideRoasters.com. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Welcome back to the Patoni Show right here on Mojo50. I'm your host, Patoni. And as always, find me over on Twitter at The Patoni Show. Uh, use that hashtag staying with Mrs. Pat. You can also find me over on Facebook, Instagram, Miwi We, Parlor, also all at the Patoni Show. Again, doing a lot more with Parlor than I am most of my other social media channels. So you'll definitely want to follow me over there at um, the Patoni Show. Because, you know, well, you know, big government just or excuse me, big tech. I should say big government sucks, too, but big tech really sucks because, you know, they like to Facebook, Twitter, like to censor conservatives all the time. Um, And so here we are. So follow me over on Parler. And again, I do tend to be on all social media channels when the show airs every Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern. All right, so should we get into today's recipe of the week? And I, I, I'm saying recipe of the week because this is not a Mrs. Pat recipe. This is a, well, it's a mammal Pat recipe. And I guess technically it's not even really a mammal Pat recipe because you can find this recipe just about anywhere. Um, it's really not specific. I mean, we might have some finer tweaks to it, but uh, it's, it's, it's a recipe that I grew up with. It is something that comes out where I grew up um, in the state of Ohio. It comes out you know, around this time of the year. Um, it's a very seasonal treat, um, and that is what we like to call Buckeyes. And I don't mean the Buckeyes like, in, like the Buckeye nuts. Those aren't edible. They're actually fairly poisonous um, in the sense that they will just make you very, very sick if you even try to eat one nor should you eat one. Most of the times the actual Buckeye nuts are used for decor and stuff like that anyway. Um, So no, don't, don't eat an actual real Buckeye nut. What I'm talking about is peanut butter and chocolate put together because, you know, peanut butter and chocolate, that's, that's, that's the celestial marriage of candy right there. But all it is to put it simply is a peanut butter ball dipped in chocolate and it's dipped in such a way that when you take it out and you let the chocolate set, it looks like an actual Buckeye nut, like the real thing, except this one is edible and it tastes good. And the only way you're going to get sick from it is if you eat way too many. So yeah, Buckeyes, uh, all it takes is half a cup of melted butter, a pound of confectioner's sugar, Uh, One and a half cups of peanut butter, teaspoon of vanilla, um, and then you roll into one inch balls and then you place on wax paper. You refrigerate the peanut butter, by the way, for give or take 30 to 45 minutes. You know, you you really kind of want the the peanut butter to harden up and become nice and firm. Um, That way, what you can do is you can place toothpicks in like the the, the tops of the peanut butter balls. And then what you'll do, it just makes it really easy um, to dip into chocolate. Uh, and then you can just dip those uh, peanut butter balls into chocolate and then you dip them down just far enough. not Don't cover the whole thing just far enough to where it actually looks like a Buckeye nut. You bring it back out and you place it on just some wax paper and then you want to put them somewhere cold. Don't leave them sit out. So if, it, if you're living in an area where it's cold right now, a lot of the, what we like to do is we like to go just you know put them on a cookie sheet on the wax paper, take it out and put it in the garage. Because then it gets cold enough out there that the chocolate will harden. It won't melt. Um, the peanut butter won't melt. And it will actually stick on um, the, the peanut butter ball. And they're they're called Buckeyes. So um, hopefully you enjoy that. I will share the recipe tomorrow. Uh, or, excuse me, uh, later today. Uh, and uh, just, just check it out. Let me know what you think. It's really good. If you're from the Ohio... Kentucky, Pennsylvania, maybe even like Indiana, Michigan areas. You probably know what these are. They're all over that region. So um, check it out. Let me know what you think. And speaking of the Buckeyes, and I'm talking now, I'm talking about the Ohio State Buckeyes. They are in the Big Ten championship game again playing the Northwestern Wildcats. And because they're in the Big Ten Championship, you know what that means... Yeah, tomorrow's going to be a fun day because uh the buck guys should uh beat up on Northwestern pretty good. And then the um basketball Ohio State Buc- buck guys are playing UCLA. They were going to be playing North Carolina but then that got switched apparently to because of the Big 10 championship game and then also because COVID-19 protocols or something along those lines. So now they're they're playing UCLA tomorrow instead of North Carolina, which I thought North Carolina game would have been more fun, but oh well, they're playing UCLA. Um, so, uh, be a big day to be a Buckeye fan tomorrow. Uh, Or today, I should say. Everybody knows this is pre recorded, so it's whatever. um, (laughs) um, yeah, so this will, this will be, be a lot of fun. All right. So getting back into the spirit of Christmas and, um, talking about what what christmas is all about i thought i would do a couple of things um and because like i said this show is very gonna be very different i'm not talking about politics or covid unless it be in passing i'm not getting into anything like specific per se because i'm tired and i i just need a break you need a break, and I think everybody needs a break from all the politics and stuff right now. I think everyone's ready for Christmas. They're ready to spend time with some families. They're ready for, for all the festivities and stuff as much as they can possibly handle with the pandemic and stuff still going on and, and given your individual situations and all this sort of stuff. We're all just sick of it. So I wanted to to get into um, something here, and, and I thought I would share this because you've heard me talk about how I got into radio before, and how doc Thompson um inspired me and how Glenn Beck inspired me and all all these uh people that i I have interacted with on some level in some way in the past inspired me to get into radio what I haven't told you is for me this was also um divinely inspired and because there's, there's no way I think I would have taken this risk, even having been inspired by Glenn or by Doc or whoever, on my own. Um, because I would have been too afraid to. And thankfully, I have a supportive wife who encouraged me to get into radio, who encouraged me to pursue this career, who who's encouraged constantly encouraged me to find ways to grow this and, and to really make it something. And I'm really proud of where it has taken me so far but I'm not done I'm not even close to being done not even close but ultimately how I got into radio is it was divinely inspired and by that I mean I very much believe God had everything to do with it and I I believe that this was something that for whatever reason in, in some weird way I was called to do this I don't know why I don't know, and I don't know if that makes me sound crazy or what. But you know, you just have that feeling that you have to do something, and you you can't is that something that you would just normally do. And you don't know why, but you have to do it. That that was essentially me in radio. Plus, you know, I I, I was inspired by others and, and stuff like that too, and like like Doc Thompson who, um really gave me something to look forward to and, and and um really put me helped put me on this path to pursuing pursuing a career in radio. But I think a lot of it really was divinely, if not all of it, was divinely inspired and, and um because what I had planned for myself was not this. I mean, I was gonna go to law school, guys. That, that's what I was going to do when I got out of college. That was what I was working on um, before I even heard of Doc Thompson, before I had even my first semblance of any kind of interaction with Doc Thompson or Glenn or and and everyone at, at the Blaze and, and all this stuff, right? I was actually, when I was volunteering at the Man in the Moon events back in, what was it, 2012, 2013, somewhere in there, in Salt Lake City, uh, I was actually studying for the LSAT. Um, for the second time, by the way. I withdrew the first time. I ended up withdrawing the second time. I never, I never actually took it. Because the first time I withdrew, I, I withdrew because I wasn't ready. And I wasn't ready to get to the score that I wanted. I, I had a, uh, a, a range of scores I wanted to get into so I could make sure that I got into a good law school. And I, I just wasn't quite ready yet. Uh, And the way the LSAT works, they don't take your best score. They take the average of however many tests you take. So you really want to do well the first time if you can. So I I didn't take it the first time because I wasn't ready. The second time I took it because I no longer wanted to go to law school. And because I had a complete total change of heart of what I wanted to do with my life. And I started working towards it. And there's no way I would be in this chair behind this mic right now if it wasn't for a loving Heavenly Father, if it wasn't for some grace, if it wasn't, um, you know, some people like to say luck, but honestly, luck had nothing to do with it. I don't really believe in luck. I believe in hard work. I believe in... Heavenly Father, and I I believe in in, in some cases, maybe even a little divine intervention, which is what I ultimately think happened for me. I think had I gone to law school, and had I actually taken the LSAT, and had I gone to law school, I don't think I would be as happy as I am today. Uh, I don't think that I would be as fulfilled or have something to look forward to every day and every weekend. I think I would be incredibly bored and incredibly, uh, I I guess having the life sucked out of me had I become a lawyer. Everyone's like, well, but but lawyers can make a lot of money. Well, they can. That doesn't mean they do. Um, I know a lot of lawyers that make less money than I make now in my own full time job or about the same. And it's, it's, it's not all it's cracked up to be. And so I always joke with people, Why well, didn't go to law school because I wanted to keep my soul. I'm not saying it because I think lawyers are, are bad people because they lose their soul on the way. That's not it. I'm actually referring to the fact that if I had gone into to law, I felt like I would have given a part of myself up that I didn't want to. I would have given a little part of my soul up. And for what, um, maybe a stable career, maybe a pretty good paycheck, but was it was it going to bring me fulfillment? Was it going to bring me happiness at the end of the day? No, this does. This absolutely does. And so when I say that there was some divine intervention involved i'm I'm not kidding. I was very close to doing all of it, and then, for whatever reason. I was in the right place at the right time involved in the right things that got me to this point that got me here, that, that helped me see, Hey, this is what I should be pursuing in life. Now, one thing I can tell you, there is no money in radio. It's very, very difficult to make money in radio. Okay. Um, it is a very difficult career to pursue all of this. I know. And, and of all of you that, that are listening that are in radio, that are in any kind of broadcast media, it is extremely difficult to make a living doing this kind of thing. Incredibly. But I can tell you one thing for certain. I ain't doing it for the money, folks. I have a full-time job that takes care of all of that. And in this year, when I when I joined Critical Thinking with Andrew Coppins, And I started going daily. I'm not going to lie. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to do a daily show and keep up with everything and and maintain a full time job and keep up with all the stories and be able to put some real coherent thought into all of it. It's hard. But it's profoundly worth it. It's pushed me. It's made me grow. It's. Hopefully made me a better host. Hopefully made me a better thinker. And because if you listen to critical thinking, clearly Coppens and I don't agree on everything. There's a lot of things that, that he'll have points on that I don't necessarily see. And at least not right away, but I learned a lot from him. I, I hope he does the same thing with me, that I'm bringing up things that make him think. And then I'm hoping that w- when I speak... When I'm talking about these different things, I'm doing the same thing for you, the listener. Never been about you agreeing with me. I mean, it's great if you do, but it's okay if you don't. I just hope that we can make each other think that we can learn from each other and that we can somehow unify with each other despite our differences. This is something I have a passion for. I don't... Do the things that I'm passionate about for the money. I do it for the love of it. I love doing this. Yes, am I looking for ways to make money doing this and make this my own um, one career, my only job in the world? Kind of a deal. Absolutely. I'm. 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 I'm working on things. Commons is working on things. We're all working on things here as a network to basically make this our, our full-time careers, if at all possible. But until that point, I have a job that helps me provide for my family, but also allows me the flexibility to do what I absolutely love to do, and that is this, to be here every day behind the microphone, to be here every Saturday behind the microphone, doing my solo effort, working with Andrew Coppins, doing all of these things. I, I, I love it. But it's all for nothing if God wasn't involved in somehow in some way. It came down to following some promptings. It came down to a lot of prayer. It came to—I mean, heck—it came down to receiving some own personal revelation and moving forward with that. I don't know necessarily what the next step is, but I do know. In the coming year, in 2021, I have a lot of big ideas for this show. Ideas that I hope make this show better. Ideas that will hopefully make even make critical thinking better too. And ways that I'm going to be strategizing. It's not just everything that's going to be on air, on the mic. There's going to be a lot of things that I'm going to be doing behind the scenes to help you as the audience member. And then also to help grow this audience. Um, to to grow it beyond um, just this listenership. Not that I don't love you all, because I do, and I'm incredibly grateful for everyone that tunes in every Saturday. Incredibly. I wouldn't be here, I wouldn't be in the position I am in, if it wasn't for all of you. Truly, and I thank you for that from the bottom of my heart. But I, I do know, I do know that where I am today is because God had something to do with it. And that's what I'm getting at. And I think that's why this Christmas season is so important is because, and why this year has been so important, because while it's been challenging, I have found that I have grown in in many ways as a person, as a husband, um, as as a, as a radio host, in my own da- in my own day job and my career in, in digital marketing, I have grown in so many ways, and I am truly blessed for it. And I know many people have suffered and have been through extremely difficult times, and it's hard. It's just flat out hard. But what I could tell you is this, and I I think this is what I'm ultimately trying to get to at at the end of this show. And if there's anything that I, I can leave with you for this show and for the year, is that God lives, and that Jesus is the Christ. And through them, all things can come to pass. Everything good that we have is from blessings on high. I know them to be real. I know them to be true. I know know that Christ is my Savior, my Lord, and my King. And He's the only person, along with Heavenly Father, that I would ever bow down to. And I only can hope and pray that that Whatever it is that I'm supposed to do in this life, whatever it is that 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 apparently drove me to be behind this microphone every day and every week, I can only hope that what I say is something that Heavenly Father would be proud of. I can only hope. I can only hope that I, I'm saying the things that I'm supposed to be saying. The things that he would have me say. I love my Heavenly Father. I, I love Jesus Christ. I, I love this time of year because it, it gives me a chance to really reflect on who I am and how I've grown as a person this year. I hope and pray that it is the same for all of you. So, before i continue and before i close the show because i'm i'm it's it, we're almost to the end here i want to leave you with preparewithmojo mojo50.com prepare with mojo50.com like look again this year's been hard it's been challenging i don't know what 2021 is going to be like i do know it doesn't hurt to be prepared so go to prepare with mojo50.com We've teamed up with my Patriot Supply. You can get a four-week emergency food supply kit. Start with food storage. I mean, if you're going to start getting prepared, start with the things that are going to sustain you. And that is having a, an adequate food storage. So start with a four week emergency food supply kit. You can even start with a 72 hour kit if you need to. If if that's what you need to do to save some money and not spend as much money right now. You can do that. By the way, these also make for great Christmas gifts for people in your family that that you know that are in need, um, for for uh, for friends that you might, that might be in need or even complete strangers. You can donate these things to food shelters and and to, and to help people out to to give get them prepared, get them on their feet. Go to preparewithmojo50.com today and get prepared. Be prepared. Because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, next week, next month, and even next year. Because 2021, for all we know, with the way that 2020 has been, could be one hell of a doozy. So, go to preparewithmojo50.com. That is preparewithmojo50.com. And I thought I would leave you with this. I thought I would leave you with the night before Christmas. had her settled out our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I knew, flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. The moon was, was on the breast of the new-fallen snow, gave luster to of midday to objects below. When, when, what to, what to my wondering eyes did appear by, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer, with a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in that moment it must be Saint Nick, more rapid than eagles his course. They came, and he whistled and shadowed and came by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now a dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves below the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with obstacle, mount to the sky. So up the housetop, the, the courser's, they flew with sleigh full of toys and saint nicholas too and then in a twinkling i heard on the roof the prancing and pralling of each little hoof as i drew my head and turning around down the chimney saint nicholas came with a bound he was dressed all fur from head to foot and his clothes were tarnished with ashen soot a bundle of toys flung back on his back he looked like a peddler just opening his pack, his eyes now twinkled, his dimples now merry, his cheeks were like roses, like nose, like a cherry. His draw little mouth as was open like a bough, and his beard and his chin as white as snow. They, the, <clears throat> the stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth and the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and little round belly. He shook when he laughed like a bowl of jelly. He was chubby and plump and right, jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me know that I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to work and filled up all the stockings and turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose he sprang to his sleigh in a team a whistle and they all flew like down like down of a thistle but i heard him exclaim ere drove out of sight happy merry christmas to all and to all a good night May you all have a Merry Christmas. May you all have a wonderful new year. May all of your hopes and dreams come true. May this year, as difficult and as challenging it has been, be something that you can put in your rearview mirror. May it be something that you can learn from and move forward. Maybe, May it be something that you can look back in this day in history and remember what you went through to get to where you are today. May it be those things for you. May you find peace through all the tragedy, through all the hate, through all the divisiveness that this country has gone through. May you find peace and comfort this Christmas season. May you find comfort in the arms of your loved ones. And may you stay healthy Especially now. May you stay healthy. May you stay ever vigilant. And may you come back after the holidays refreshed, rested, and ready to keep going. Because I promise you, this world is not the same without every one of you that listen to this show. And after all we've been through... I look forward to next year. You've been listening to The Pounding Show right here on Mojo 5.0. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. Merry Christmas, and may you find peace this holiday season. I'll see you next year.